This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Am I scared? Am I too scared of something? I, I've been known to be. I'm a scared mofo sometimes. Uh, and the localized lenses, which I look at football through, have kind of been adjusted where I'm up a few weight classes because I'm, I'm looking at the Texans and I'm looking at their competition and I'm getting greedy. I'm, I'm thinking AFC Championship game. I'm, I'm thinking, could, could C.J. Stroud do what Joe Burrow did? Could he take the Texans to the, uh, to the Super Bowl in year two? Can mm-hmm. Nick Casario put together a roster in D'Amico Ryans that makes that possible? And, and naturally, when you start having these discussions, you start looking at you know the teams that got further than you. You look at the Baltimores. You look at the Kansas Cities. Um, Hell, you can look at Cincinnati because Joe Burrow went down. Like you look in all these places, and and you, and you look at the playoff teams. But I got to tell you, man, I I think one of the biggest obstacles for D'Amico Ryan's and for Nick Casario and for the Houston Texans, I think it was on display yesterday, and it has nothing to do with anything that happened with the Chiefs or anything that happened with the Forty ers I think it's right there in Los Angeles with Jim Harbaugh. I think the Chargers right now are a sleeping giant. And when it comes to making like a significant leap and being in the same area, in the same tier as the Houston Texans, I have a big fear for the Chargers. The Chiefs right now, they're going to have to figure out what to do with Chris Jones. Travis Kelsey's 34 years old. He likes cloud as much as football now. Naturally so. He's got a nice life set up for him. After he retires, uh, Baltimore has dang near 30 free agents. Their weapons aren't great. They just suffered like a loss that sometimes mm-hmm. it's hard to come back from. I- I'm looking at the Chargers. Justin Herbert, unrealized potential. Probably a top seven, eight quarterback, however you want to look at it. Uh, a lot of talent on defense. They got Bosa. They got Derwin James. Oh, by the way, they were so bad this year that they have the f- number five overall pick in the draft. So they 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 can draft someone that can make an impact there. They got Keenan Allen. They got other guys, other weapons. Jim Harbaugh, his first three years in San Francisco, they had a drought. Mm-hmm. They went to three NFC Championship games, and they went to a Super Bowl. They were a few yards away from a Super Bowl. He's coming off taking Michigan and winning a national championship and ending that drought. Yeah. Three of his four years, he went to the NFC Championship game. And in this year-to-year league, where we're having this type of conversation, 365 days after talking about where the hell are the Texans going to go and then being having the biggest long shot to win the Super Bowl, the, the fact that that leap was taken by the Texans, like it's, it's not far-fetched to say that this same type of dialogue, maybe even at a higher level because there's more established veteran talent. And let's be honest, as much as we like D'Amico Ryan's, Jim Harbaugh is a more established coach 
uh, from a head coaching perspective and from an NFL perspective. He's had more success than D'Amico Ryans. I just have a healthy fear of the Chargers to where even more so than looking at Kansas City and Baltimore, I'm looking at the Chargers, and I think that arrow is pointing up. And and, and I have a – like when it comes to the Texans getting where they want to get, I think that is a huge, huge hurdle that they're going to have to overcome. The, the interesting thing about the AFC is it looks like it's so, so strong, right? But there are some vulnerabilities in the AFC, and I think he's he's in a place where he can maybe take advantage of that. Like like the Chargers that you just laid out, I mean, they have a lot of things that can go the right way with the, the right – with the right guy in charge. Uh, Jim Harbaugh is, is by, by any account, uh, no matter what you think about him, the right guy uh, to do that. There are, it, it's, it's very real that two of the teams that are kind of like we're going to be talking about in the same vein as like Kansas City and Buffalo in the next few years are the L.A. Chargers and the Texans. Like the L.A. Chargers have so much going for them. Uh, right now with the head coach and some of the things that you just said. Like the vulnerabilities in the, in the AFC, you pointed them out. Like the Chiefs are in another, they're in another realm. But what if Andy Reid decides to retire, which has been t- tossed out there? What if Travis Kelsey retires? We've never seen Mahomes without Kelsey. Yeah, ever. We, like all this talk. Oh, well, they got rid of Tyreek Hill and they kept going. Yeah, well, they had the best tight end of all time too. Yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah, he's so, breaking so, Jerry well, Rice I, I mean, I, I don't think those things are going to happen. But what if? Yeah, you know, that's the yeah. same division, man. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's the same division. I mean, at the at the very least, I think the Chiefs and and they've done an excellent job at this, and most dynasties do. Um, they're going to have to evolve, maybe mo- even mm-hmm. more so perhaps than they already have. So they're going to have to figure that out. They're going to have to do that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if the Chargers, like the Chargers right now, they they can just they can just crank it up a notch. Mm-hmm. Like if I put a gun to your head, do you think the Chargers are in the playoffs next year? Yes. Yeah, I mean, I think you didn't uh, hesitate, I, I, right? No hesitation. Yeah, I, I'm not hesitating. Figgy, yeah. Chargers in the playoffs or not? Yes. Next year. Yeah. yeah. Easy. Yes. It's easy. Mm-hmm. I mean, because their biggest obstacle was a buffoon. They had they had the biggest moron in the world at coach. Like yeah. the, the guy was overwhelmed. Yeah, he didn't belong. Mm-hmm. Now they have a guy who belongs, who wins. Uh, and and oh by the way, you have a top five pick. Yeah, this isn't limited draft equity. Man, I forgot about that. Man. They got top five pick. Mm-hmm. Man, yeah. I mean, so you're you're talking about like what are they going to do? Are they going to are they going to tweak the O line? Uh, are they gonna Are they gonna get end up with Marvin Harrison Jr. Mm-hmm. Are they Are they gonna get the oh, best man. defensive player in the draft? Because th- th- there's talk that there's gonna be three quarterbacks. Yeah. So they're gonna have a crack at either Marvin Harrison Jr. or the top defensive player in the draft. Yeah. Right. Right off the top. Boom. Just, just look, like that. Just look at their division first, and then the AFC. Uh, the Chiefs in another realm. But what if, as I just mentioned, and then you've got Raiders new coach. Uh, you got Broncos. Who knows? Uh, you know, right there. There's There's some opportunity for him to do it. Uh, I think Jim Harbaugh. One, you can say whatever you want about him, but he is pretty good at, at kind of gauging the temperature. Of, there's no of, of where he's going. There's yeah. no there's no buts about this coaching. Like yeah. like like normally when a coaching hire happens, it's like oh yeah I like like I'm talking nationally, mm-hmm. and, and this is like localizing national stuff. Oh yeah, D'Amico's good, but but you know he's he's never done this, and you know he's kind of a defensive coach, and you know they got a lot to do. I haven't heard anyone they're question Jim Harbaugh. That. Nobody's they're, questioned Jim Harbaugh. Look at his resume. Yeah, yeah it's uh, three out of four years, three NFC titles. Yeah, two different quarterbacks. I mean that's ridiculous. Yeah. Let's hear Jim Harbaugh talking about uh, what type of team he wants to uh, what's to have and what kind of squad he wants to establish. Humble and hungry, I mean, right there. I mean, that's that's where we are right now. Humble and hungry, and we're gonna we're gonna respect all our opponents, and we're gonna we're gonna strive that uh, you know we're gonna earn their respect, and uh, we're gonna earn our winning. Tough team, a resilient team, a relentless team, 
physical team is what we're going to aspire to be. Don't let the powder blues fool you. That's what we're going to aspire to do. Okay. Don't let them fool you. Listen to him getting giddy about his squad. And when the internet goes nuts, 11.20 today, by the way, there is a local athlete in town that is the butt of the most jokes possible. I've never seen anything like this. My goodness. This guy's getting roasted. Uh, but here's Jim Harbaugh getting giddy about the uh, talent that he that that he is inheriting with the Chargers. Justin Herbert, you, you you know you see, I mean he's a that's a he's a crown jewel. Uh, Derwin James, there's another one. Talk about somebody getting me fired up. I mean, I mean, let's go. You know, Justin Herbert walks up on you. You know, like, okay, all right, this is awesome. Keenan Allen, you know, we got. Uh, you know, we got guys, uh, uh, Rashawn Slater, I mean, great to see see him, I mean, in the, in the building, uh, you know, getting, getting the work in. And that's, that's been, the, that's been uh, what I, the feedback I've been getting in the communication with the players. Uh, they want to work. He's the man. <laughs> the, it, it, the confidence they have there has never been that high in, in, in L.A. No, there's a little bit of buzz there. Yeah, yeah. A little bit of buzz there. He seems to uh, be doing his thing. Said some funny things, too, that we'll get into uh, when the internet um, goes nuts in more ways than one. Mm -hmm. Um, Teams that perhaps are going to be a long-term threat to the Texans. Let's put the Chiefs and Ravens to the side. Teams in the AFC that are going to be a long-term threat to the Texans, including the Chargers. Like about them, yeah. You, what what are some other teams? That See, could be I, mentioned I mentioned here? this a second ago. The vulnerability in the AFC has never been better for an up and comer, whether it's the LA Chargers or it's the Houston Texans. Let's let's you you mentioned put the Ravens aside. Yes, they but but the turnover, the 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 number of new faces uh, at some of these you know contenders. Well, they're going to have a new defensive coordinator in Baltimore. Uh, they, they obviously they're still strong, so I'll set them up there. Let's talk about Buffalo. Buffalo, how, what is the what is the amount of confidence in Sean McDermott right now? Zero. I mean, it's. I don't think anyone feels better about him that now than they did. I mean, he could get fired into the season, right? I mean, some people thought he should have. Yeah. I mean, especially with Belichick and Vrabel on the market. So there's that, and yeah. they, and they have a new defensive coordinator. Yeah. Um, there, it's it's bleep or get off the pot time for them. Now let me ask you a question: Do these teams have a brighter future than the Texans or not? The Bengals. Um, they have a new offensive coordinator. Who knows if Joe Burrow is going to be able to stay healthy? The Bengals. They have a brighter future. They're going to lose Texans T. Higgins. Like they're going to lose T. Higgins. Like they or and Mixon. Mm-hmm. Perhaps. Um, I mean. Do I think that the Bengals could be a better football team than the Texans next season? Sure, I do. Do they have a brighter uh, future? Especially if Burrow's healthy. But I might, but if we're ta- if we're talking like chess, mm-hmm. then I mean, no, I don't think so. Like, okay. yeah, I don't. Not I don't, by much. Yeah, I, I agree. Think, yeah. Oh, and the Texans could be as good as them. But but could the yeah. could the Bengals potentially be better? Sure. What about the Browns? New offensive Hell coordinator? No. Hell no. Deshaun Watson? Hell no. I agree. Hell no. Figgy? Yeah, I agree too. Hell no. We mentioned the Chargers, and I think they're going to be a threat. It's still the Chargers, <laughs> and they've had a, a long history of uh, great expectations and, uh, and and shortcomings. We'll see how that plays out. What about Miami? No. Quarterback. Yeah, I don't think so. Tua's a fine quarterback, but that, I, I think Tua is a uh, – I think they're a good regular season team. I think Tua is a um, 
He's like Kirk Cousins. Like he's a guy who who can he's good, but mm-hmm. he, I don't I don't think he's gonna like take you up to where you want to go. No. CJ could be that guy. Let me go rapid fire on some of these others. Denver, hell no, nope, hell no. Indy, no, I I don't believe in Anthony Richardson. I do not. I like their coach. I like their GM, but no, I do not believe in Anthony. I Richardson. think it's closer than that, but I think the Houston Texans are better. Jacksonville, no, nah, nah. Raiders, nah. Patriots, hell nope. no. Jets, absolutely not. They got a forty-year-old nope. quarterback <laughs> coming off a of torn Achilles. Steelers, no, no. Tennessee, nope. no. Dude, that's Kansas City, Baltimore, Buffalo. I'll throw Buffalo up there, but Kansas City and Baltimore for sure. We'll throw Buffalo up there. We'll see what happens. They still have, obviously, Josh Allen and all that, but they do have a new D.C. After that, that's it. The I, I think if you had, like, an imaginary fantasy draft where you just took all the assets, the entire roster, and you and you had a draft, like, 1-32, to 32, mm-hmm. I think there's a chance the Texans go number one, top uh, for sure top three. How about just for 2024, uh, if you were drafting – just to an AFC compete team. that year? Yeah. Like, just to compete that year? You have the first pick. Well, I got to see what happens with Chris Jones. Well, you have the first I mean, pick. If, well, I have to do it now? Yeah. I mean, I don't know what's going to And gonna, Andy Reid and Chris Travis Jones Kelsey, is gone, If Chris Jones is gone, then no. Like, I'm Who'd not you draft number one? Maybe the Chargers. Maybe, maybe the Chargers. I'd probably take Kansas City. Figgy? Without Chris Jones? Yeah, just because. I know. I know. Have fun with that. I know. (laughs) Have fun with that. I know. Now, what was it? Draft. Draft. draft You you have the number one overall pick for the 2024 season. Just for one season. In the AFC. Just for one season, like to compete. But you don't know about Chris Jones, so you have to do it now. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm taking the Chargers. I'd take KC just because of Mahomes, not knowing what the other guys are going to do. But where would the Texans go? A top five, top right? four, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that blows me away. Well, because I think right now, like the thing about the Texans and the Chargers that they have over the Chiefs and Ravens is that the unknown is a positive. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's like you, oh, you don't know Jonathan Grenard is going to be back. You also don't know how they're going to spend all Who their cares? cap money, <laughs> and you don't know how they're going to fill in these holes. So like the unknown, like most likely it's going to be a positive, especially if you think the the organization can function at a, at a decent level. The unknown for the Chiefs is is our best player, one of our three best players, and arguably the best defensive player in the league. Is he going to be back? Is our goat tight end that's in his mid thirties and is dating a freaking superstar and 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 seems to be lining up a life after football? Mm-hmm. Is he going to come back? And if he comes back, is he going to be his man? Uh, be, be the same guy? No. Yeah. I mean, Travis Kelsey's never dated Taylor Swift for a whole offseason. Boy, that's he's in for something. That's like what I'm said, saying. Like, good luck with that. Like, it's it's one thing to like start dating like during a season where you have You're excuses. Both in well, you have yeah. excuses. Yeah. You're like, I got to yeah. go to practice. I can't leave the facility. I don't have to go to the Grammys. I don't have to fly to Tokyo. I don't have to do all that. Like, Travis Kelsey has never dated uh, Taylor Swift for like the nine months of the off season. Yeah, that's not easy. Let's be serious. Hell that's no. not easy. Hell no, that's hard as heck, man. Yeah. You're inheriting like all kinds of stuff. So. He's never done that, man. I, geez, that would suck. Um, so you have that. The Ravens, okay, they're still going to need receivers. I would draft them number two. Huh? I would go 
Chiefs one, Ravens two. If I'm d- drafting teams. They got a lot of free agents, sir. They have a lot of free agents. And they got a division that's going to be a lot better than it was. I know. Okay. See, I'm but going, see, this is kind of proving my I'm point. I'm going Chargers like, one. The vulnerability of the AFC has never been higher for an up-and-coming team, whether that's the Chargers or the Texans. Yeah. Yeah, but, but I mean— Who would you draft third, Buffalo or the Chargers or I Texans? mean, Buffalo's up there, but Buffalo Buffalo is a situation where, man, it's been the same, it's been the same damn story. I think they're for, imploding. I mean, it, I get— I But mean, they have Josh Allen. They were a missed field goal away from perhaps right. going to overtime with the Chiefs, but it's like— I. I Maybe it's just the fact that it's been the same for three years. They need a Buffalo. new head coach, man. Yeah. Oh, wow. I, yeah. No. No. I, <laughs> no think I think so. I think yeah. they're just they're they're just kind of accepting. They're on like, the treadmill at this point. New head coach. They're on like a they're on like a like if, if the Texans with Bill O'Brien were like at an eleven speed on the treadmill. Mm-hmm. Buffalo's basically on like eleven's a, moving a, a two. <laughs> they're on like a two. They're just basically. Like, I uh, think I think I'd uh, take the Texans or uh, Chargers fourth. Yeah, it's top five, right? Yeah. This is this the is unknown a, is exciting. An opportunity, here. Yes. the unknown is exciting here. This is an opportunity. Yeah, the unknown is exciting, mm-hmm. and the things that you feel should feel are the most important, uh, they're in place. So we will see. That's that's an interesting um, discussion uh, to be had. Landry Locker, John Lopez, Figgy Fig with you. We'll be at the big game, courtesy of Yingling Flights. And the Low T Center. Be out there on Monday, live, live, live from Radio Row. Be sure to follow along. Uh, we'll limit the guests. We're not. We're not going to be taking anyone. Um, I'm, I'm sure we'll get some stuff thrown at us, but we'll we'll make sure to make it uh, as interesting as possible. Uh, and we will take you to the Super Bowl uh, while continuing to do the same uh, type of show here on In the Loop Sports Radio 610. Coming up next, the internet goes nuts. It's time to acknowledge. That Jim Harbaugh might actually be funny. Also, one of the local athletes, he he, he can't catch a break. I'm actually starting to feel bad for this guy with how bad he gets roasted. <laughs> this is this is getting rough. We'll talk about it next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I, 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 I got the internet going nuts. Internet going nuts here on In the Loop on Sports Radio 610. Landry Larker, John Lopez. Figgy Fig with you. John Harbaugh had the internet, or Jim Harbaugh, excuse me, had the internet going nuts yesterday. He had some funny, funny moments. Uh, here was Jim Harbaugh first. I guess there's a local TV legend out there, not Ron Burgundy, uh, but a local TV legend tried to ask a question, and uh, there was a little bit of a legend showdown, if you will. Coach, this is, uh, I'm Jim Hill of KKL 9 News. Congratulations. You're a legend. Of no, 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 no. You're the legend. You're a legend. No, 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 no. You you're the legend. legend. Believe me, you're the legend. <laughs> All right, you. there you go. No, you. You. No, you. <laughs> no, you. Apparently, Jim Harbaugh could be coming to an RV park near you as well. I told my wife this, Mick. Should I tell him? Yes. Yes. Okay, so uh, I want to I drive my RV out. I want to drive my RV out and, uh, and, 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 Go to a trailer park, uh, you know, like down by the water or uh, by Disneyland. There'll be two that I've researched that are close to the facility. And uh, I want to Jim Rockford it for the uh, Jim for, the, for the next uh, couple months until we move That's to the new facility. TV show, I think. I have that thought going through my head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's Jim, an old TV show. Yeah. Who is Jim Rockford? What the Rockford doing? Files. I think he lives in a trailer mean? park. Uh, yeah. It was, it was a popular show. Jim Jim Rockford television character. Yeah, yeah, he lived in a trailer. Okay, um, never heard of him. Um, Jim Harbaugh looks exactly like a guy that would drive a trailer across the country. Does he? <laughs> yes, he does. The glasses looks like a dad. Hey, let's get like let's meet get the Fockers. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like one of those. Or guys. We're the Millers. Oh, uh, We the Millers. I meant. I meant Millers. Yeah, that's yeah. A, that's an underrated ass movie. Yeah, that's one of my favorite movies. It's to be honest, so good, yeah. man. It is so good. Like if you. I had if, a DVD. If you like drew up, what does a guy that drives a trailer across the country look like? It would look a lot like like Jim Harbaugh. One of the stars of uh, We Are the Millers uh, is also the star of Ted Lasso, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Jason yep. Sudeikis. Yep. yep. Uh, Jim Harbaugh says that. Damn, what a transition! That nice alley oop right there. That was a real good one. <laughs> uh, here was uh, Jim Harbaugh uh, talking about Ted Lasso being one of his. Uh, Motivators. Oh, yeah, there's some things I've copied from Ted Lasso. I try, I try to emulate Ted Lasso uh, in a lot of ways. That's 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 TV show. Yeah, that's that's one of the best. Jason Sudeikis, uh, you know, tremendous. I got a great story of how I met Jason Sudeikis. Uh, uh, but I think that there's a life lesson in every every one of those episodes. If you haven't seen that show, piece of advice, if I may, <laughs> watch the Ted Lasso show. It's just in. He's he just looks like a dad, man. Watches uh, Ted Lasso, drives his RV, has the glasses, coaches his butt off. Uh, yeah. By the way, they making the Miller uh, where the Millers part too. Oh, I'm gonna love it. I'm gonna love it. That'll that be that good. One. That'll be good. I, 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 I got the internet going nuts. All right. So speaking of Jim Harbaugh, uh, Ryan Leaf says this is this irritated me. Ryan Leaf says that Saquon Barkley, and he's not the only one. There have been other reports. Is at the top. Of uh, Jim Harbaugh's list should be. This should is be. what I'm talking about. Do it. He yeah, is. He, he is. Uh, if I mean, just do it. Yeah, he should be. Yeah, he. You know, if he, he is the market and you're competing with uh, him, I, I'd 
I, I think the Texans should be offering top dollar. Obviously, yes. Ryan Leaf would know. He played with Jim Harbaugh uh, when they were in San Diego for a year, I think. Year or two. Uh, yeah, they know each other. Yeah, absolutely. You think he kept in touch with Ryan Leaf? Yes, they did. Yes, 100%. Okay. Yeah. Why do you doubt me? No, I'm just kind of, <laughs> kind of seems like Ryan Leaf went through a little bit of a... Well, he did. Jim Harbaugh punch. probably helped him. But he's saying... Helped him do what? Like, helped him. That's a hell of a... Yeah. Hell of an assumption. I'm sorry. <laughs> holes in this story. Yeah. Thinking some holes in this story. Yeah. By the way. Uh-oh. Yes. Cut the music for a sec. I don't know where this is going. Remember the holes in the story thing yesterday? Yeah, yesterday, if you're just tuning in, Mark Andrews reportedly saved someone's life uh, with his uh, diabetic kit as as the guy was uh, sick, and Lopez had a disagreement with a listener who said there were holes in the story. The listener was in the uh, medical field. Yes. And I got a text this morning when it was brought up again because uh, uh, Sean was Yeah, asking, I woke Sean up to asking, Sean asking what happened. Uh, asking it, it was me like about a 6, it. 8, 640, 740 yeah. text. And it was something like that. And a texter, this, sometimes the, the smallest things just irritate the hell out of me. Oh, like, by the way, <laughs> texters have updated us yet again. It- like this. So I'm glad you brought that up, the holes in the story. Leave it to Lopez to argue with first responders. What's Can you wrong? not? Is that, is that not a good text? That's a horrible text. <laughs> so since you're a first responder, you're exempt? Uh-oh. No, no. No, no. Put the music I, back up. Uh, no, no. Let Put me, the music let me back ask up. you. As a first responder, you're exempt from someone having a counter opinion and expressing it to you because you're a first responder. That's the silliest thing I've ever heard. Like you can't you can't have a, a differing opinion and an, and a discussion and argument with someone just because they're a first responder. Sure you can. Of course you can. Yeah, sure you can. Leave it to Lopez to argue with a first. What what are they? They're people. Uh, wow. With opinions. They're heroes, man. They are heroes, but they're people. With opinions. Yeah. That might be the dumbest text we got all week. That's a reach. No, it's not. That's a reach. Leave it to Lopez to argue with a first responder. Oh, I was going to argue with you, but I see you're a first responder. Sorry, you're right, even though everything you said has holes in it. Like, what is going on here? What's going on here? I think uh, they just think you're a slime ball, man. No. I'm not saying it's fair. I just think they think you're a slime ball. But wh- why? Because I'm arguing with a first responder? Because you argue with a paramedic. Okay. Not supposed to argue with a paramedic. Give me the list of people you can't argue with. 713-572-4610. Jesus. Yes. Um, and first responders. First responders? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's the list. Yeah. What the hell is going on here? I don't know. I. You were the one that had the argument. I have no idea. I was just listening. So, since you're a first responder, you can pretty much say anything you want, and everybody's going to have to say, oh, sorry, yeah, you're right, you're a first responder. Pretty much, John. So, Jalen Green, man, um, there's there's rumors that he might be expecting a baby. Uh, and he's having, uh, allegedly, he's having a baby. After some viral videos of him, we didn't really address, but like there were some viral videos of him and, I guess, a former teammate, Josh Christopher. Mm-hmm. Um, that he was getting roasted about on on a lot of podcasts. Uh, shortly after that, it, it it came out that he was dating allegedly um, a girl named Drea Michelle, who has dated a lot of people. She most recently dated Tarod Taylor. Let me just give you a little background on Drea Michelle. She's very known in the industry. 
very, 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 very known in the industry. Um, this was her on The Breakfast Club uh, talking about uh, how jealous she can be. And she's connected to a lot of rappers and athletes. Are you a jealous person? Very. I'm, I'm very jealous and I'm very like psycho crazy girlfriend. I act like everybody's baby mama. Because you have dated celebrities. Isn't that a very difficult thing to do? Because no matter what, they're in the public eye. Women are going to be trying to get their attention. They're going to be on the blogs. There's going to be rumors. Well, it's so much easier now because now I got my own attention. Mm -hmm. I think before I had a hard time with it when I was not doing anything with myself. And when I had more time on my hands to, like, stalk my boyfriend. Whoever wow. my boyfriend is at the time, I'm going to stalk his life. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. She's going to stalk his life. This was an example of when Drea got mad. This was her on Basketball Wives. This is an example of when she used to scrap, claw, fight, all that. Next thing you know, they were fighting. And guess what? I don't give a you party. I don't give a my friend. I don't give a don't give a You are all your baby daddy. Nobody's claiming your baby. No, 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 no. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. So then she had a reputation as a hoe. And I'm not I'm not saying it. She would agree with it. This no, was she, her, this she's was definitely her, a hoe. She this was her <laughs> this was her on the Breakfast Club. And she thought that her hoeness could get delicious. She's a running joke in the industry. Am, am I am I am I lying? Am no, I lying she's known. You? She's known. She's known as like the what the the, yeah. the a bottle rat, a whatever. This is her on Breakfast Club. And, and and now, reportedly, she's having Jalen Green's baby at 39. I think that a hoe is somebody who sleeps with everyone. I don't think I'm considered a hoe no more. I don't really got no nobody in the last, like, no two or three years. No more. She said no more. Don't say no. No, your, ho your hoeness can get deleted. Your hoeness can get deleted. And I now, remember that one. So, Shannon Sharp. What Shannon Sharp does on his podcast is he just goes through all the stories. It's it's like, can't, if you watch uh, it, it Is What It Is with mm -hmm. Cameron and Mace... Or if you watch Joe Budden and them, like they're gonna go through like stories about like like Jalen Green yeah. getting her pregnant is an A topic. And Jalen Green is getting roasted for it. <laughs> Shannon Sharp had Gilbert Arenas on, and once upon a time there was drama with Gilbert Arenas. Just type in Gilbert Arenas and Drea. There was 
concerns that perhaps, because Gilbert Arenas used to mess around with her, like mm-hmm. many of his Washington Wizards teammates did, allegedly. Yeah. There was reports that perhaps her baby was Gilbert Arenas's, And is Gilbert Arenas the baby daddy? So Shannon Sharp's just going through the list of the A topics. Because he has like, he, Shannon Sharp has like 50 shows now. Like he's killing it. <laughs> so I, I, I think he was just probably going through this because he knows this would normally be in Gilbert Arenas's wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. Well, it's in the wheelhouse. <laughs> Maybe a little bit too close. This is Shannon Sharp and Gilbert Arenas. Uh, and uh, Shannon Sharp being asked about, because Joe Budden called her a predator. This is the back and forth between... A predator. He said she is a predator and she should not be getting... She have a son the same age as Jalen Green. Yeah, she should not be getting 21-year-olds, 22-year-olds yeah. to, to she get her pregnant. Yeah, they, so they huh? called her a predator. That's what Joe Budden said. But here was uh, Shannon Sharp. Uh, and Gilbert Arenas talking about uh, the Drea Jalen Green situation. Thoughts on the rumored relationship between Drea Michelle and Jalen Green. Joe Budden called her a predator. But me personally, I don't know a whole lot about her. I mean, I know she dated Orlando Scandrick. I think they have a child together. Damn, Gil, why you only got a stone? Ah, oh, oh, <laughs> no. Oh, no, I'm Gil. <laughs> Gil, <laughs> this man sat up here stone faced. I'm up here talking, hey. so you know a lot about him. Hey, uh, <laughs> your research team, stop researching. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I'm over here thinking about, man, yeah, you know. Yeah, I know a little something, something, something. <laughs> Jalen Green is going to be like the joke of all jokes. If if she's pregnant, and I'm not like if if if, if that's the route he wants to go, I'm not saying whether it's fair or not. I'm just saying because uh, he was asked about criticism the other day, and mm-hmm. and, and I, I think he's gotten in, he's gotten mad at like some Rockets mm-hmm. bloggers slash local guys. Man, if you really want to get mad, say something Talk to, to them. Yeah, say something to Cameron Mace. Yeah, Gilbert Arenas, uh, Joe Budden, and all them. Yeah, man, mm-hmm. this is tough, man. God, he just can't avoid it. He, he man, can't I, avoid I, it. I feel bad for him. Yeah. If, if he really like, because this is not going anywhere. Like, if they, if they have a, what's her number? Like her, her like her body hit, count, her hit list. Well, celebrities, it's like in the fifties, like of links. Lord. Yeah, Diddy's on. Like, there's there's some crazy ones on there too. Diddy, a lot of them. Yeah, I mean, she just admitted in she the was fifties. Like, bro, just, she's on Breakfast celebrity. Club and she's admitting she's a hoe. Oh yeah, no, that part. Like, that's not, like we're not saying yeah. like I, I would never just unsolicited say this girl's a ho-. he. Li- she literally said I was a yeah. hoe, yeah. Uh, but you can delete your honus. She literally said that. <laughs> yeah, well, like that's that's. It's, he said she ain't have a body in a couple years. <laughs> I I don't believe that for a second. She said she went a couple years. Come yeah. on, I knew Orlando too. Like. Uh, <laughs> Poor Jalen. Larry David. He probably is, love her. Larry David is just an American treasure. You think? So Larry David went on. I hope so. The Today Show today, and any number of you know things. He was he was saying I'll talk about anything except I won't talk about uh, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. And of course that was their first question, and he went off. But he also they had Elmo. You're familiar with Elmo, right? On he came from the other side of the studio and gave and put his his hand like a claw on Elmo's face and started shaking it. And took a swing at the Elmo's dad, and everybody's in shock. Why? And, and then he walked back, and he said, "Somebody had to do that because <laughs> Elmo was irritating, I guess." So this was Larry David apologizing for that. 
From your give heart. Him, give him a camera from, shot. From where? From yeah, your heart. Exactly. Oh, okay. Right. What? Go ahead. We're ready. What, what organ are you talking about? Yeah, just, from your heart. Okay. <clears throat> Go ahead. Say you're sorry. Elmo. Larry. I, I just want to apologize. Thank you, Larry. That's very Elmo, big of you. Elmo accepts your apology, Larry. Thank okay. God. Thank you. And Louie, will you drop the lawsuit? Elmo accepts your apology. Oh, you accepted. Oh, okay, cool. Okay, Elmo. Thank you. Thank you. You are such a sweetheart. Thank you, Elmo. We're sorry, Elmo. uh, Larry, you are not. (laughs) Have you ever heard that? (laughs) I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry. I know you are. We can tell that you are. All right. Everything. A couple things. Is Larry David getting in Peyton Manning territory with you, where you just think everything that he does is funny? I guess it wasn't funny. I thought it was funny. But here's the thing I was going to say about this. You asked me if it was funny? Yeah. I thought it was cool. Here's the I thought it was cool. Here's the thing about this. Like he's on a on a you know promotional tour. Yeah. The show starts on Sunday. This is gonna do more for the show and more for Elmo than anything else. Like really? he was fighting Elmo. Does Elmo need pub? Yes. Why? Because it would grow like more people are gonna Can be. Elmo a, grow? Isn't, uh, isn't Elmo like a isn't I, Elmo like the Oprah of Sesame Street? Like Elmo's the biggest star on Sesame Street, right? Is he? Probably the more popular one. Right? Yeah. Who's well, more popular he's than the Elmo? most popular toy. Your daughter's going to have an Elmo, I'm sure. Yeah, but who's more popular? Elmo or Big Bird or Bird or Ernie uh, or Oscar the Grouch? They're all they're, they're all big. big. I feel like Bi- biggest, I feel right? like Big Bird was the face, but Elmo But Big Bird isn't sir, as popular as like yeah. I, I know it's not popular, big but Bird I feel like it was the face. Well. Big yeah. Bird hadn't traveled as well. Yeah, yeah, nobody had no Big Bird toys. Yeah, yeah but they all have Elmo. That's true. But what I'm saying is like they could have asked for more. Then, like, then this is going all over the country now, and, and uh, like for his show and for Elmo, spell the you name think this right. This curb is going to be good. Yes, it's the last. It's the, the last trailer was kind of really man. I didn't. I saw the one that was on Twitter. Comes out Sunday. I mean, yeah. we we reo- we reopened the HBO Max for it, so I'm not hiking yeah, oh, my yeah, leg oh, out. Yeah. No, oh, I, yeah. it's a must watch. It's a must watch. It's a must effing watch mm-hmm. for sure. But I, I don't know, man. I'm yeah. I'm a little concerned that this. I, I don't want it to fall flat. I've been watching a, a show that came out in 2009 that I didn't know about. And that is? The Middle. Oh, The Middle's good. I knew nothing about it. Yeah. We're one season in. I'm uh, I'm uh, on the last episode of The Bear. It's a great show. The Bear? The Bear. About Jack I heard Nicholas. about this show. It's about a restaurant. It's Bedlam, about trying to open a new restaurant. It's a, it's a bunch of levels. Jack Nicholas? Uh, no, not that Golden Bear. Uh, the bear. bear? Not the Golden Bear. Yogi Bear? Uh, not Yogi Bear. Coming up, C.J. Stroud fails on the national stage. We'll tell you what he did next. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents In the Loop with John Lopez and Landry Locker. C.J. Stroud fails on the big stage. Tell you what happened in the hits, which are lit. Playing all the hits. These are the hot stories of the day. You're listening to In the Loop with Houston's sports leader, Sports Radio 610. All right, so... C.J. Stroud, man, Pro Bowl games, gets to the finals, had the highest score in the first round, and then in the throwing competition with Baker Mayfield, he came up short. I was in. I didn't. I, I said last week I wasn't going to watch this. I was scrolling around. It was, was cool, like, man. Yeah, this is pretty cool. Might be a regular thing for me now. Mm-hmm. Uh, here was C.J. Stroud with uh, Ryan Clark uh, of ESPN talking about the, uh, the honor the privilege, and I'm sure he's going to say the blessing, uh, of being in the Pro Bowl. It's a lot of pressure on the rookies, man. You came out and did a great job. Talk a little bit about that first Pro Bowl experience. 
Man, it's a blessing. Uh, I'm super blessed to be here with such great players, uh, such, such great legends like Ray, uh, Peyton, Eli. So I'm just really uh, with great company, and I hope this is first of many. All right, there you go. Baker Mayfield was funny. Uh, obviously, the Buccaneers, their season ended on a Baker Mayfield interception. My man got jokes with Ryan Clark. Baker Mayfield talking about his last interception being to the Lions. A new trend. I want to talk about a new coaching trend. Okay. So, five of eight coaches hired in this coaching cycle. Five of eight. Mm -hmm. Over half. Mm -hmm. They were defensive guys. There there seems to be like a popular notion, hey, you got to hire guys who are on the offensive side of the rock. They got to work with the quarterback. Dan Quinn, Mike McDonald, Raheem Morris, Gerard Mayo, Antonio Pierce, all defensive guys. Yeah. Well, D'Amico's a defensive guy. Uh, but the key thing is, uh, are you going to be able to toss the keys to someone that you trust uh, on the offensive side? I think it. I, I don't think much has changed in terms of what works offensively in this league, and that is everybody is following, is plucking from the Shanahan tree. But sometimes it's the head coach who's a defensive guy plucking. It'll be interesting to see all the uh, offenses. Like like like, I think head coaches who are from the Shanahan tree, as everybody knows, I mean, it's been almost universal success. If you're a defensive guy, you just got to have that guy calling the shots like Bobby Slowick. That's well, the thing. Sala would be the one that where the jury's out. Yes. Almost universal. Yeah. Yeah. Sala would be the one that you look at and say, oh, okay. Nick Bosa plays for Kyle Shanahan right now. He used to play for D'Amico Ryans. He's had some really nice things to say about D'Amico. Now, as far as that Kansas City Chiefs offensive line, not a lot of good things to say. In fact, very short and sweet as my as as Joey Brosa mm. or Nick Brosa, I should say, often is. Here's Nick Bosa talk being asked about the Chiefs offensive line. They stand out when you watch them. They hold a lot. They hold a lot. I actually kind of like this. I mean, I, I I feel like that's what he's actually seeing. Yeah, it's like I've watched the tape. And they only call it probably like ten percent of the time. Yeah, I, I'd hold a lot, wouldn't you? Yeah. Um if I get away with it, yeah. yeah, yeah. I saw it like the other day. I was watching the Chiefs and the Ravens, mm-hmm. and and I I was like so amazed that in the first half, I never thought I'd see the day where Travis Kelsey is breaking Jerry Rice's records. I was like, this is the craziest thing I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Until they called two holding penalties on the Chiefs. I was like, damn, okay, it's the second craziest <laughs> thing I've seen. Jerry Rice's records getting broken. It's I mean everybody else says oh they hold on every they don't they do they do some level of of holding but not it's not they as, do it's not as egregious they do it's not as egregious it might be like a little snag here or whatever but I would hell yeah I would they do Jed York owner of the San Francisco 49ers he's come a long way uh, he had a tell about Kyle Shanahan and uh, when they first saw Brock Purdy when he was the last pick in the draft and a rookie uh, here's the tale from the owner talking about Kyle Shanahan. Say, hey, hey, man, we, we got to talk. And that's generally not a good thing when your coach tells you you got to talk. I'm like, all right, what's up? And he's like, uh, I think our third string quarterback's our best quarterback. I'm like, okay. I'm like, what does that mean? He's like, well, he's like, obviously, like, we've invested in Trey. Like, Trey's doing a good job. Like, we're going to do everything that we can. We're not going to change that. And we're not going to change the chart, the depth chart. But, like, I think Brock will end up being our quarterback at some point. And, like, he didn't force it, right? You had two injuries, and that's how Brock ended up playing. He's always honest, even if it's not, like, one thing that owners don't love to hear when they've invested money and or draft picks or both into people 
the last pick in the draft is the guy that we think is the best. That, that's that's generally not great news, but he's honest. He let it play out the right way. Ironically, I think his first game was against the Chiefs. He, he had some mop-up time, and I, Brock, I think he threw one ball into the stands. I may or may not have had some sarcastic comments for, for Kyle post-game. <laughs> but when Brock took over last year, like I think we had a calm about us, but there was a sense that like nothing catches you by surprise. You might not love everything that Kyle tells you, but he's always open and honest, especially in the moment. And he's very clear about that with me. I will tell you exactly what I think of a player, a situation, a coach in the moment. That might not be how I feel three weeks from now. I, I got to tell you, like the where Jed York is, is currently is at compared to where he was uh, before he hired Kyle Shanahan. Remember the back and forth, say something, mm-hmm. can't fire owners, all that stuff. You you hire the right coach, you're in good shape. Like this guy's on in the room now. You come this off better. This guy went from getting grilled to like he comes off better. He does. Just, hey, what's up, girl? Uh, <laughs> with your Do eyebrows, what? you just looked at. Was that a woman? What do you mean? Someone walked by. You just it was the sales lady. She said hello, and you went, "Hey." No, she said hello. What's up, girl? She Figgy? said hello. I said, "Hey." She peeked in at Figgy yeah. and said, "Hey." Yeah. She was talking Figgy? to us. Yeah. Turnabout is fair play. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It, right. it wasn't. It wasn't. Turnabout is fair play. I, I think nah. yours was more egregious. I checked the tape. I've never. Think yours was ah, I've never. I've never stalked her Instagram <laughs> like the one that you uh, that, that walked by I, with you. Oh, I've wow. never stalked yeah. the Instagram. I've never stalked her Instagram I, like the one that walked by with you, sir. That is a lie. That is that is a sweet wholesome girl right there. That, that is a, uh, that, is a that, total, that is in sales. Total fabricated lie. You're thinking of someone else. No, no, I'm talking. I'm talking about your the original double take. Yeah, you've never stalked her Instagram. Never. 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 Okay. Yeah. Okay. Jed York. <laughs> Figure you're gonna do this right? Yeah, right. yeah. I'm gonna pull it, a take. Was, uh, it made mine look a lot more. She tame. was looking right at me, okay, saying hello. Okay. She was eating. She opened up with uh, right. the figgy thing. All right, let's go to the tape. Yeah, go to the tape. Uh, and then let's go to the Instagram, and I'll show you. I'll show you uh, the the, the stalked Instagram that Lopez. Uh, oh, so you stalked stalk it before? No, I, I don't even follow. Uh, uh, yeah, I do follow. I don't. I, I wasn't sure if I did I, or not. I, trust me, I know. I don't know if I do. I'll check. But uh, anyway, you do Jed York? You do. All right, Jed York. He comes off better than he ever has, ever, like ever, uh, be, because of the success. And and so he's doing every – Shanahan is doing everyone a favor uh, with, with what he's doing. Do I – yes, I do. Yeah. Yeah. I know, John. Well, I don't stalk her. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's your final answer. Yes, because it's the truth. Okay. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Mm-hmm. Jim Harbaugh likes his squad. He was introduced to the media yesterday in Los Angeles. This is Jim Harbaugh talking about his Chargers team. Justin Herbert, you, you, you know, you see, I mean, he's a, that's a, he's a crown jewel. Uh, Derwin James, there's another one. Talk about somebody getting me fired up. I mean, I mean, let's go. You know, Justin Herbert walks up on you, you know, like, <laughs> okay, all right. This is awesome. Keenan Allen, you know, we got uh, – you know, we got guys, uh, uh, Rashawn Slater. I mean, great to see see him. I mean, in the in the building, uh, you know, getting getting the work in, and that's that's been the that's been uh, what I the feedback I've been getting in the communication with the players. Uh, they want to work. Scariest coach coming to the AFC, probably, and well, yeah, especially what he's getting. Yeah, I, I equate what the Chargers are right now to. Let's go to 2016 when the Dallas Cowboys had a crappy season 
and they had a top five pick and they got Zeke Elliott and then they just, they found Dak Prescott and all that, that, that for me, and it could have been Tony Romo had he not gotten hurt, Mm -hmm. but that for me is a situation where a team is drafted in the top five. Their talent level is more than where they're drafting, but they still have the arrow pointing up. But unlike the Cowboys, they got the right guy. They decided that they're not like nitpicking and penny pinching when it comes to coaching. They they got probably the cream of the crop when it comes to this. I think I think they're a scary team when we look at it through the localized lenses. I agree. Scary. Comfort. Comfort can be scary, but when it comes to the Texans, is it currently a great thing? Slime off coming up at one twenty. Lunchtime coming up next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 